That, so we're, we're, we're sending our best to one of the best. Yes, Stevie uh, J. Stevie J. recover quickly. Uh, let's turn our attention to what's going on at Melbourne Park. Australian Open uh, well into week two now. It's really starting to get to the pointy end. And uh, all eyes tonight will be on the main event uh, from the men's side of the draw. Alexander Zverev up against the... Uh, the, the, I mean, he's not a teenager anymore. He's 20 years of age. But this guy is the most phenomenal, freakish talent for a 20-year-old I can remember. And you'd almost stack him up not only against the young emerging stars over the history of tennis, but just about in any sport ever in Carlos Alcaraz. He's won more Grand Slams, more titles than the big three uh, when they're at the same stage of their career. He is a phenom. And really, he is the future of men's tennis um, because... He's a very likable young guy as well, which we can't say about all the other rising stars of men's tennis. But just to take us through everything at where it's at at the moment, women's side, men's side, and all that encompasses the Australian Open, uh, tennis reporter and SEN tennis commentator Courtney Walsh is with us. Courtney, hello. Yeah, good evening, Sam and Bryce. I'm hoping you're both well. Uh, just finished up some action here this afternoon and very much looking forward to what's to come tonight at Rod Laver Arena. Courtney, have you slept? Uh, it would be fair to say I think I walked off the court with Sinner and uh, that uh, that match last night against Rublev, which, uh, well, thankfully, in one regard, only went three sets. It was a ripper. But, uh, you know, it was closer to three when I walked in the door. And back again today, it's uh, it's the Grand Slam that never sleeps. Um, did you just stay there? Did you just find a chair and just <laughs> rock back and say, I'll... I'll... <laughs> I might as well just stay here because they're about to start the morning action pretty soon. <laughs> Look, if the broadcast booth at the station had been just a little bit longer, a little bit bigger, I think it would have been very handy to just curl up and, and get a few hours sleep. Uh, yeah, always, well, always late nights here at Melbourne. Uh, it and New York tend to be the ones that drag on all the way uh, through the early hours of the night. And yesterday was no different, clearly. Uh, you know, uh, those matches that ran over time... Uh, in the day, uh, you know, there's perhaps a, you know, a discussion about the scheduling and whether the right calls were made. But uh, nonetheless, we saw some fabulous tennis. And you talked about uh, Carlos Alcaraz. Well, Yannick Sinner is another young man. He played brilliantly last night. And uh, I think with the future of what we're getting from what we're seeing from these two guys, uh, tennis is in pretty safe hands in terms of some of the talent coming through. Well, it certainly is. You've touched on some good names there. And just while we've been on air. There's a terrific uh, match on. Herkes and uh, Medvedev uh, were fighting it out, and it may very well have been the the match of the tournament so far. Give us a quick rundown of that one. Yeah, three hours, 59 minutes. Daniil Medvedev, uh, former finalist in Melbourne, the world number three, was able to edge Hubert Herkacz uh, 6-4 in the deciding set. Uh, He took the first in a tiebreaker. The Polish star roared back to take the second. Uh, Herkacz, who had finished... uh, Roger Federer's career a couple of years ago uh, at Wimbledon. Uh, he lost his way a little bit in the third, but then came from a breakdown in the fourth to level. And then the fifth was very even all the way through to about three all. But Medvedev, just such a fighter, you know, such a, a, a marathon man, really. He's a US Open champion, uh, three-time major finalist. Aside from that, just slightly better in terms of the big moments right at the end. And he was able to get through. He spent more than 15 hours on the court so far to get through to the semi-finals, Medvedev. That doesn't bode well necessarily if it's someone like an Alcaraz who comes through tonight, given the firepower that Alcaraz possesses. But you know that he'll be fighting, you know he'll be resting up, and you know that he'll be ready to go and give it his all in a couple of nice time. Can uh, can uh, Zverev challenge Alcaraz? I know there's a challenge there, but can he upset him uh, later on tonight? Um, Sam's just said what an incredible talent he is, um, but 
can he's playing such great tennis. Can Zverev do something there? Well, the way I look at it is this. You, you've had the top six players in the world go through, and we saw an absolute thriller last night between the world number five and the world number four. Well, this is a match between the world number two and the world number six. So we are talking about the best of the best that mm. are still alive in this tournament. So absolutely, he's capable. Alcaraz uh, is exceptionally good, and he's gotten better throughout this tournament for mine. I, I go back to some comments John Millman made uh, earlier in the event where he talked about how he's hit with him but he's just such a freak, and he's beefed up his forehand, he's beefed up his serve, he's beefed up the backhand. He's beefy in terms of what he's doing on the court, not certainly in the way he's built. He's a very, very, very strong young man at ball. But Zarev, really capable player, a former finalist in New York. He's more of a marathon man. The serve needs to be firing tonight. He needs to be, I think, more aggressive, but he is an exceptionally talented man. Look, he's you know he's facing serious charges off the court. He's certainly uh, got his own legal problems that he's dealing with at the moment in terms of a, of a court issue in uh, Germany involving uh, some, uh, I suppose, some domestic violence claims. But nonetheless, he's been able to keep playing and he's held his focus and won some big, big, big matches. He spent more time on the court. So, you know, if fatigue is a factor... It'll be the German that I think gets tired tonight. But no, he's more than capable. He's a very, very, very strong player. Speaking to its acclaimed tennis reporter, SEN tennis commentator Courtney Walsh, ahead of uh, the night action at Melbourne Park tonight. Just on Carlos Alcaraz, they put up some statistics that blew me away the other night, Courtney, where it had him after 200 matches. And he was ahead and pretty significantly ahead of the big three in Rafa, Roger and Novak in terms of what he had accomplished uh, in those first 200 games. Roger didn't even have a mate. Well, when I say didn't even, Roger surprisingly didn't have a major at that point. Alcaraz has got two. He's got more wins than any of the others um, in his first 200 matches. He's fast. He's, he's strong. He seems to be uh, he seems to be a mix of all three of them. He hits that top spin like Rafa, but he covers the court like Novak. His ball striking is is as clean as Rob. I mean, it just seems to me like he's a phenom. Like what when you look at him, what what do you see, and what could he be at twenty years of age? Surely the ceiling is is still fairly high above his head. Oh look, look I think the ceiling is very high, and I think. Uh... You know, we were really only just touching the surface of what he could do on the court. Uh, you talk about those two Grand Slam titles. Uh, beating Novak Djokovic at Wimbledon on a court that he'd been largely dominant at in recent years. It was an epic performance, and he came from a set behind. Novak, very, very, very rarely beaten after winning the first set in a Grand Slam match. Alcaraz was good enough to do that as a teenager, to win the world to get to the number one in the world as a teenager. Uh, phenomenal sort of play. You talk about those statistics, I think uh, 157 wins from his first 200 matches. I think Rafa had 158, but a lot of that was on clay. Uh, and you talk about the two Grand Slams, you know, two Grand Slams versus the one from Djokovic, which is the 2008 Australian Open, the one from Rafa, the, the early French Open, and, and right, Roger. You know, Roger was coming up at a time where you know everyone could see the talent, but it was mm. just a bit wayward. The temple was there, and he had little, some fair uh, names uh, around him at the time too, with all due respect absolutely. to the others. Yes, absolutely. In terms of you know, Hewitt was his uh, Leighton Hewitt, and, and look, just as we're talking, they're getting. I'm just sitting courtside in the bunker at Rod Laver Arena, and they're getting the court ready for for Leighton Hewitt to be inducted into the uh, tennis. Oh, sorry, into the Australian Tennis Hall of Fame in about uh, 20 or so minutes. But Hewitt was Federer's nemesis early on. So so Federer had some challenges, but once he got going, boy, did he get going. 
Alcaraz is already going. So I think the challenge, what we'll see is whether there are players that can emerge to go with him. And I think we saw a statement from him the other day when he played the young Chinese player, uh, Junjing Chang, or, uh, or Jerry Shang. It's, um, he's 18. It was the first time in those 200 matches that he played a player younger than him. Yeah, which is astonishing, really, yeah. when you think about it. Uh, so he's played he's played older opponents every single time he stepped out on the court until this week in, in Melbourne. And like the greats often used to do, I think, uh, we saw from him, because I think the young Chinese player, even though he was very, very well beaten and uh, and ended up pulling, uh, pulling up stumps early in the third set, I think we saw from Alcaraz the ruthlessness, the, the mentality of a champion not to give a potential rival even a hint of, uh, of confidence that he might be able to go with him. I think he stamped his authority in that one. Yannick Sinner is the one that, for mine, is uh, clearly uh, clearly the player that's capable of going with him. He's only a couple of years later, and he's been playing spectacular tennis, and he was outstanding again last night. But Alcaraz, just a brilliant player. It'll be interesting to see what happens tonight, but I do think, given the quality of the way he's been performing, and also the fact he's far fresher, I do think he's the one that will go through. Talking about outstanding last night, Savalenka was uh, just cruised her Dominant. way through to the semi-final uh, to meet Coco Goff uh, in a day's time. But today, it's been the wide-open side of the draw for the women. What can you fill us in on uh, on today's games? And it's obviously a match on this evening as well. So, uh, yeah, play started off at midday on uh, Rod Laver Arena, and it was Diana Yastremska from Ukraine, the qualifier, who has continued... Just a remarkable streak here in Melbourne. You need to win three matches to get through qualifying, and those matches are not easy. Uh, I think she uh, you know, was able to do that in relative style, but still, nonetheless, you have to get there. And then to go back to back to back to back to win five matches in a row to get to the semi-finals. It's an eight-match winning streak in Melbourne. Amazing. Fantastic effort. She knocked off the world... Uh, sorry, she knocked off uh, the young Czech teenager, Linda Moskova, who played with such distinction uh, going back a couple of matches to go to beat the world number one ego, Sriantec, and the Skova, I'm sure we'll see a lot more of in the future. But the ball striking today from his strength, the, the brilliance from the baseline, fantastic effort. She progressed 6 3, 6 4 in an hour and 18. And look, there's often a, often a breakthrough story here in Melbourne. As someone who comes from the clouds and performs exceptionally well. And Yastremska is certainly uh, putting her claims forward. She'll play the winner of uh, the first semi finals on tonight at 7 15 pm start about. 30-odd minutes from now, uh, uh, Zheng Quinwen, who I think will be, uh, realistically, I think she'll win a Grand Slam at some stage in the next couple of years. Uh, an extremely talented player from China. She had a great win uh, in the south of China in the WTA Elite Tour final last October. Has, hits it with great shape, very athletic, the type of attributes you want to see, I think, in a tennis player who will challenge for Grand Slam titles. She's the 12th seed and she plays... Uh, Anna Kalinskaya, who uh, was a junior girls doubles champion here about eight, nine years ago, but similar to Yastremska, hasn't really translated that sort of form into uh, senior ranks. Made the She beat Sloane Stevens in 29 at the US Open, which was a big win at the time, but this is by far her best performance. So it's a big, big moment for her tonight to step onto Rod Laver Arena uh, just after Leighton Hewitt's inducted to, to play for a semi-final. So you're right, wide open draw on that side, but I do think in Zheng, We've seen a player who is not only capable of winning Grand Slams in the future, but if she can win tonight, you know what? She's certainly not out of it if, uh, no matter who she plays in the, uh, in the final on Sunday, uh, sorry, Saturday, be it Sabalenka or be it Coco Goff. Courtney, comprehensive as always. Look forward to hearing you and the rest of the team in the coverage tonight. Thanks so much for being with us on Sports Day.
Absolute pleasure, gents.